0: skull rock podcast talking all things disney with your hosts al john go and dave bossert you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films theme park attractions and more the all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of walt disney List with Kristen and Al John. When you said we are going to open Wakanda to the rest of the world, this is not what I imagined. What did you imagine? The Olympics? Maybe even a Starbucks? Yeah! Wakanda Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. The following is a production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. My
1: imagination, huh? <laughs> Gentlemen,
0: broadcasting from the Tiki Room Studios in Music City. It's the Disney List. The Disney List. You've got to have characters that the audience, the viewer, the reader cares about.
1: What makes a hero? What's friendship? What's the idea of sacrificing yourself for something larger with the hope that it will be a source
0: of joy and inspiration to all the world? Disney List on Sorcerer Radio with your hosts, Kristen and John, It helps if you hit record. Once again, welcome back to the show. Al John and Kristen here, lifelong Disney Marvel and Star Wars fans, also Disney travel people. We love traveling to Disney. Disney foodies. We love Disney foodies, that's right, here for another edition of the Disney List, where every week we bring you our favorite stuff from Disney, Disney Marvel and Star Wars in the form of little lists we rank things we give you top 10 stuff and this week we have into Kristen what is our topic
1: the top 10 Disney park updates travel deals and headlines
0: all right all righty then let us just go ahead and tear in to our top news headlines shall we let's, let's do, do it, it. Oh, wow. Jungle Cruise rides to $61.8 million at the global box office and $30 million on Disney+. Plus. Wow. Not too shabby. It is the number one film. It is the number one film right now in the United States, from my understanding. The movie came in ahead of expectations at the domestic box office with $34.2 million despite renewed concerns over the pandemic. The Delta variant, including all its revenue... Worldwide start was at 91.8 million. So uh, not too bad.
1: So I have to say that that the word variant now, (laughs) (laughs) you just kind of think of it differently after watching Loki. And it doesn't help that my friend Key, who has a dog named Olaf, (laughs) completely random, but any which way, he made the comment that the only variant he wants to hear about are the low-key variants. This is true. So now it's like, now I just got that like stuck in my head.
0: <laughs> so of course, this particular film stars Dwayne Johnson. I'll always call him The Rock because that's how I know him. And Emily Blunt, uh, this, this must be the year of Emily Blunt because you know you have A Quiet Place 2. She starred in, made tons of money. It was also number one at the box office from what I remember. And uh, of course, Jungle Cruise once again. Um, it's okay. It's not bad. Um, you have to think that, um, between that, uh, what they were able to get at the box office plus Disney plus, plus Disney plus premier access and overseas, um, not, not too shabby. Uh, during our sister shows podcast that, uh, you can check out when it drops every Monday skull rock podcast, Dave had seen the movie this week and talked about how the movie poster was reminiscent of the classic Drew Struzan and art, like the Indiana Jones um, films and all the, the back to the future um, movie posters and star Wars movie posters he's done. So it's a very nice, nicely done. They kind of wanted to do that. I know this is kind of a tent pole that they're trying to do now for, you know, for Disney as they're doing movies based on their iconic rides, like pirates of the Caribbean and, and, Doing all this, and I think they're gonna to try to shoehorn some kind of Disney cinematic universe, right? Trying to tie in all of those rides and attractions in, in one universe. But um
1: it's not the Disney cinematic universe, it's the Disney Park universe.
0: Disney Park universe, sure. Um
1: it's connecting all the parks.
0: Yeah, they really hope to launch this as a brand new franchise, much like Pirates of the Caribbean did. But uh as I was saying, Dave, you know, noticed that in the film or the the poster, and of course, the film. He said it was, it was fun and entertaining, but not the best film could definitely work on the story. Um, and mm-hmm. I think part of, part of that may be due to the fact that there was a lot of hype surrounding this film when we saw, um, yes. saw them promote it at D23 back in 2019. And the fact that it's two years later, the movie had lost a little bit of steam, I think. And I think that goes for Black Widow as well, but we'll, we'll get into Black Widow in a second, but, uh, Yeah. It's what what's happened, you know. Everybody's waiting for that uh, for that to happen. Now we have cats crawling all over my studio. Now that's wonderful.
1: Hey, I can't help it. Loki opened the door.
0: Our cat's name is Loki. All. Um, speaking of Black Widow, Kristen. So, did you hear about this? This is this is the not so fun side of what we have to cover sometimes in the news. Scarlett Johansson files lawsuit against Disney over Black Widow release, claiming the studio's movie box office potential in order to grow its streaming service that they had cut Scarlet Joe out of a bunch of money, um, upwards of maybe $60 million That's because a lot of, of money. Yeah. Because of the way it was handled, it was only supposed to be released theatrically, but there is some back and forth, um, you know, in that regard. So her, um, I think she she's managed by, um, this huge management company, I think it's CAA. Um, but you know, in a different time, in a different place, I believe this would have been settled behind closed doors. But the way Disney has been working as of late, uh, when it comes to not paying royalties to some, you know, writers and book writers and some different things, this once again set everything aflame. And and even Dave, if you listen to uh, Skull Rock podcast, again, because we follow the movie industry quite a bit, um, I mentioned that and he goes, yeah, you know, someone at Disney and the PR people need to get a little bit of a, you know, come to Jesus meeting because because this never should have been made public, you know. This just
1: shouldn't have happened.
0: Yeah. So Black Widow, of course, delayed more than a year amid the pandemic, uh, debuted in theaters earlier this year um july actually um around the globe and it had what disney premiere access on disney plus as well so um the revenue over the film's opening weekend saying that it had earned 60 million and it says um yeah and then they filled out the lawsuit because you know they, a lot of actors have it in their clause, especially actors that are part of these tentpole franchises like scarlett johansson that uh their revenue or their their take-home pay is contingent upon uh, how much the movie makes in the box box office, so they have points attached to them. So, anyway, it's just a—it's really a shame. Uh, I could go on, and it just—it gets even darker and more twisted, and as uh, things kind of starts unraveling. <laughs> but um, Disney had kind of made a reply back um, in regards to. Uh, the lawsuit, I think that was really brought upon um, by Scarlett Joe's team and had a really not good thing to say about the press release, uh, their, their, their press uh, response to that. So yeah, not, not very good, Disney, not very good. Um, I once again, hope that they would settle this um, away from the press, you know, under, under closed doors behind closed doors, but um, you know, and I would think Scarlett was pretty hurt too, but because, you know, this is her big film and, and, um,
1: yeah, it it sucks for her. I mean, know. it, her movie should have been made before Captain Marvel. Absolutely. Um, and,
0: and I not think, just I think because, Kevin, well, I think Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige would have done that and was wanting to do that. But at the time, um, you know, the, the head of, of Marvel comics before everything happened, you know, there was, it had taken almost ten years for for Marvel Studios to really establish itself and to establish them um, separate from even the Marvel Comics entity at large. And um, at the time, Marvel Marvel's publisher wasn't really wanting to do a female led. Film, you know, and, but anyway, we could go down that rabbit hole, but it is a shame. I think, um, people like Scarlett Johansson is the, those that have built the cinematic universe over the past, uh, 10, 12 years, they really, you know, deserve to be treated well. And, and the studio should, uh, make sure that they handle this type of business before it gets splattered across the media that way because it just hurts the brand. Uh, Dave said it just hurts the brand. And as fans, as Marvel fans, as Disney fans, it hurts us as well because we really love these actors and actresses that have uh, you know done their parts to build a franchise of films that we've grown to know and love over the years and create characters that we love and care about. So it's a shame.
1: I think it's especially a shame because if it were not for... Black Widow, I don't think you'd have as many female comic book or movie fans. It made those characters cool to girls.
0: Mm -hmm. There you go. So Disney Park News, Hollywood Studios has a fireworks show again. The wonderful world of animation is back in action over there at the Chinese Theater, which is great. The show features projections from Disney Animation and celebrates over 90 years of it. Plus... There are also a few fireworks thrown in there as well. It's really cool to see. Uh, they use that projection technology to cast all of those great animated clips there across the uh, the replica of the Chinese theater. So pretty, pretty cool in there as well. Have you seen? I mean, I love the projections, and I'm glad that they have the fireworks back there at Hollywood Studios. All right, Kristen. So yep. now, are you ready for some travel deals? Yep. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to try to to call some of these back on here, but it looks like I have to Log back in as you. So I'm going to give this to you to type in uh-huh. because we we are live, folks. This is what happens. This is exactly what happens.
1: And I'm logging into the agent site. So. <sighs>
0: yep. Okay. Right here.
1: Hold on. Okay.
0: Okey-doke. Nice. There you go. All right. <laughs> Appreciate that.
1: Hey, you can save that. So that way uh, okay. you can always pull it up.
0: There you go. Perfect. So go ahead, Chris. So what are we talking about first?
1: We're going to talk about the Disney Wish because there are new experiences that are going to be coming to the ship. One is their new spa and salon. Another thing is they're going to have new nightlife for adults. So I think this is very exciting. I have been on the Disney magic, and took advantage of the spa that was there, did the whole little rainforest experience, hung out at the adult pool, went to Paolo. And the biggest shot for me getting to do those things and even doing the stuff in the evening, uh, you know, the, the games and the different places that they, bars that they have open, it's very different than any other cruise line I've been on. And I think the reason being is that Disney, people think of as a family, very child-friendly brand, but they make sure to very much distinguish their adult activities to be separate in that for people who don't have kids, it shows what... amazing experience you can have on a Disney ship without having any children at all. And it being very adult focused.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait to to do, to do a a cruise on a Disney wish. It just looks amazing. It's so, um, I I know the the style is great. It's so, I would say contemporary. It's so now, and I really, really dig that. And I love all the adult areas there and I'm, the kids are going to love all the kid areas, um, that are all separated out, but Mm, I will say,
1: if you haven't done a spa experience on a cruise ship before, it is definitely worth on Disney ships to do the spa experience, especially taking advantage of the rainforest where they have those nice heated chairs and saunas and um, the aromatherapy and the special rainforest showers and the heated stone chairs that you can take advantage of. It's well, well worth it. Um, And... One of the things they're going to have on this new ship is there's going to be three new upscale bars and lounges. Hmm. What in the world is our cat do? Our our cats
0: are crawling all over my stuff.
1: Now it's Thor. Okay. Okay. I'm going to let you talk. What I all right? So
0: part of and by the way, uh, what (laughs) Kristen's referring to are some of these big reveals that they released on. I think it's the Disney Parks. A YouTube page, which is really cool. So Disney Cruise Line's first ever outdoor spa retreat, complete with Whirlpool spas, plush loungers, and plenty of space for open-air yoga sessions. So are you down with that? You're down with this. You can get very zen up there. There's also the Untangled Salon and Hooks Barbary. Then Kristen was mentioning that it's a first standalone standalone saloon, a uh, saloon, salon, and barbershop experience inspired by classic Walt Disney animated films. And this one in, in particular, I'm looking forward to because this Hooks Barbary has got a full bar. Yo, <laughs> I'm so down with that. So. Um, Gents, you could get in there and get your hair did and, um, you know, have a nice cocktail too while you're at it, which I love those type of those uh, type of um, salons, if you will, right? And they're also, as Kristen mentioned, three new upscale bars and lounges now infused with more storytelling and spread out among the ships over core gathering places for a more flexible free flow experience. So uh, the the latest video, Designing the Disney Wish, um, is a series that is online on the Disney Parks YouTube page that you can check out for all of those brand new experiences. And let me tell you, those are pretty, pretty nice. And they look great as well. So um, one of the really cool bars that they have highlighted there is the and Compass. And it is a pub that celebrates the adventure and romance of the sea, designed in the rustic architectural style of a 1800s late Norwegian sailor's map room and drawing inspiration from folklore of Norse seafaring. So um, once again, pretty cool. And I think this is a, you know, once again, every every ship needs an awesome pub and every vacationer loves, well, a lot of vacationers enjoy, um, you know, checking out great pubs and great hangs so
1: on the wish or on the on the magic is where at the pub is where they did the trivia every night mm. and that is fun
0: they also have the nightingales piano bar which is inspired by cinderella's lyrical rendition of Sing Sweet Nightingale from the 50s film. So that looks really nice. You've got a chandelier perched above a piano in a swirl of pearlescent bubbles and music notes, displaying the titular song's melody and meticulously crafted out of shimmering rose gold. So pretty nice. And Kristen, you've got one here. Oh, the Bayou.
1: That one I'm looking forward to. It is a New Orleans-inspired uh, location lounge uh if you like the princess and the frog this is definitely gonna be for you it has magnolia blossoms lily pads and a canopy of twinkling fireflies overhead they're gonna offer creative cocktails specialty coffees and signature beignets so mm. that is nice i now that makes me want to eat something
0: yeah absolutely very very cool indeed So uh, let's see here. Now we also have another bit of news here. And this one is about Epcot, Kristen.
1: Yes. As part of the 50th celebration, debuting on October 1st over at Epcot will be harmonious. Mm -hmm. And it'll tell a story of the global connection.
0: The global connection. Exactly. It uh, shared, it, it, Illuminates the shared humanity, bring it to life. The vision of Epcot through a celebration of our world and its promise over the years, cultures from around the world have provided inspiration for Disney films and music in harmonious. The global community of musical artists have come together and reinterpreted those familiar stories and songs in their own voice honoring their respective cultures. Collectively, they contribute a unique experience that could only happen at Epcot, where the impossible becomes possible through the power of human imagination and magic of Disney.
1: So the cool thing is you're going to have stuff from South Pacific, which would be Moana, to Middle Eastern, and that's Aladdin, and the Jungle Book in India, and in China, Mulan, uh, brave from Scotland and the hunchback of Notre Dame. And I mean, it's cool. I'm looking forward to this one.
0: Yeah. I kind of dig it. Once again, you can check out harmonious making its grand debut. October 1st, as part of the launch of the world's most magical celebration, marking the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney world resort. So looking forward to that as well. And here we have another thing for you intrepid travelers, the Walt Disney world to, um, immerse air travelers in the 50th anniversary celebration at Orlando international airport. Um, it's always nice when you fly into Orlando because you're like, we're a step closer to the magic now, right? <laughs> we're a step yeah. closer to the magic. And it, it, anytime you, you leave, I'm just so pumped and energized. We've got our little carry ons that we're taking and we're making the, the truck, uh, you know, we're trucking it all the way down to baggage claim into a rental car or into Magical Express, whatever. But um, this one right here looks really cool, Kristen.
1: I like all the the fact that they're going to be bringing in these, like, large pieces of art installation into the terminal train station so that you can see your favorite Disney characters and things like that. I I think it just, when you're landing there and it just adds to the excitement, you're like... Oh, is there. I mean, you get so <laughs> excited.
0: <laughs> right. It's coming in just in time for the 50th anniversary this fall, of course, October 1st. Airport passengers will discover many exciting touches, including a wide-spanning art installation, as Kristen mentioned, in the terminal train station there featuring Disney characters as they walk through a uh, glistening glow of projected iridescent light patterns and an immersive photo op recreating... A Disney ride vehicle to capture special memories they as they make their way through the airport. How about that? Pretty neat. Pretty neat.
1: I'll tell you though, this would make me sad if I was just having a connecting flight in Orlando, <laughs> and sell all this Disney stuff. I'd be like, Am I might not go into Disney.
0: Well, you could, you know, depending on how much time you got, you could leave the uh, the <laughs> airport. Uh, go down the tube and then come right back and go through security all over again. Yeah. No, 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 not really. I I definitely didn't want to do that. Now, Kristen, have you checked out this bit of news? Mickey's Magic to debut the new Coco scene at Disneyland and Disneyland Paris coming soon to Walt Disney World Resort for the 50th. Um, I'm down with this.
1: I am too. I think it makes sense to add cocoa in there. Yeah, This attraction is all about your senses, lots of bright contrast and colors and everything just going on that what's more perfect than cocoa, which has so much color to it. Very
0: colorful. Exactly. So, um, and great music, the, the people the imagineers that have envisioned or created mickey's philhar magic at the parks always wanted to have scenes be swapped out or to add into the show this is actually the first time they've made an addition with this addition of the two minute coco scene since its uh release in what 19 or was it 2003 i think 2003 so uh, back when we um Philharmagic uh yeah. Magic debuted uh for our wedding anniversary or our honeymoon. Yeah right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So uh very cool. they of course uh, enlisted um uh the composers of Coco, uh, which was really cool. So they've got um Poco Loco from Pixar's mm-hmm. Disney Pixar's Coco, one of the original composers, Jermaine Franco produced that scene. Uh, for Mickey's PhilharMagic, so they kind of redid the, you know, they had the new animation and everything, and um, it looks absolutely amazing, and I did see this as well, and I have to say, looking good, looking good, and I hope this is something they're going to do more often, because watching Mickey's PhilharMagic is always fun and always magical, but it's, we've seen, for us, the hardcore fans, we've seen this movie before, so it's definitely not something I feel compelled to do all the time. But if they keep on doing this, people will continue to rewatch the films and see what new scenes they they are able to do. I'd love to see that more. So I'm anyway. excited about that. Yeah. So this is exciting. Uh, Disney Parks also released more details in this video behind the scenes of uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is the brand new resort, Kristen, that's opening
1: spring 2022.
0: Yeah, looks looks really cool. In fact, uh, I queued up a little segment here for us to to talk about, check this out. Unfolds. Adventure unfold. The Halcyon is a glamorous star cruiser and kind of ready to meet anything that might come about in the galaxy, um, it's ready for it, but also it's gonna do it in style. Our
1: team members who are developing our food and beverage program have really gone above and beyond with bringing food concoctions and beverage concoctions that truly feel like they're from a different galaxy
0: um, to this. I- so as I'm watching this, this is not, this is kind of cool to see them talk about this new upscale hotel experience, which is basically um, the, the Star Wars cruise, the virtual Star Wars cruise where you your could- two
1: night cruise.
0: Your two night cruise, which is going to be expensive <laughs> as hell. And so you're gonna go in there, and you could just be in your street clothes and just have fun, or you could get up the whole. Apparently, you can actually cosplay, and if you want to be like Ahsoka Tano and have the Twi'lek, you know, look and have your skin um, painted different colors, and you could get the Laku, the the headtails and everything. You could do that, uh, or you could, you know, maybe you could. You know, spend uh, several thousand dollars and get yourself some Mandalorian armor and, and walk like around. I feel
1: like the ticket price for this for two nights per person, I feel like all that should be included. Like, it should be all included. So, like, your food should be included, everything like that. You is know? it
0: not? Your food is not part of the I don't cruise? know.
1: We don't know yet.
0: So, I I stopped the the video there, by the way. You can find that at Disney Parks on YouTube. Because they flashed a bunch of different things, uh, I guess. Food items. Food items on the screen. And I told Kristen, I said, watch this. And when he's talking about the various food that they have there, they have the desserts and, and everything, which is awesome. But they, they pan into some of the main courses. And I laughed out loud because it literally looks like they went to a Chinese restaurant and served up. Some crystal chicken or sesame chicken, um, with <laughs> with literally shaved carrots and seaweed, like you know that you would get at a sushi bar. And I'm thinking to myself,
1: and then so you, have you spend like, wait
0: wait wait so you spend X amount of money to get food from Nine Dragons.
1: Okay, so I my first <laughs> like, thing, man. my second thing was that it looked. Very Asian. But the first thing that came to my mind when I saw the food are we gonna was get, are we get Canteen. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: Was, it looks like Pandora food.
0: Yeah. Well, that is also alien food. <laughs> it should be from a different universe. Apparently,
1: Pandora and maybe Pandora in the Star Wars universe are very similar to each other. Maybe mm. they're related.
0: Right. <laughs> well, so in this whole revelation of this, this flash of food, which... You know, some of it, I mean, still, honestly, it looks really it looks good. good. It still looks good. Okay. I'm, I, am I'm, I, I, am I jest because I can, but, um, still looks good, but not only are you going to be able to possibly cosplay and do your thing if you want or not, or so you choose, um, they'll have some great food there, but they'll also have a virtual star Wars bar. Did you see this concept for the bar that they have there? It's a, uh, pretty cool. We already know that they're going to have this, um, this lightsaber experience with, for adults and, and people, families and stuff. So, you know, the state rooms are going to look really neat, just like crew quarters and any, uh, star Wars style starship, which will be really nice. But the other thing too, is they went into further detail about how you were going to in, in, as you enter the space, be approached by characters from the star wars universe could be a bunch of different aliens or a group of bounty hunters or maybe even a jedi asking you for help and what you decide you're going to do will dictate your entire cruise you know you could either help a smuggler like you know like cad bane or something like that and say hey you know you want to do this you want to check this out you want to do this or you could help someone like chewbacca uh wookie might be hanging out and say hey you want to do this, and then when you do your shore excursion to Batuu, oh, you could actually have a different experience on Smuggler's Run based on what you're doing for Chewie.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Huh. So yeah, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure at the grandest scale. Or you could help a Jedi out in trying to help uh, stow away some kind of uh, uh, secret spy or something. You could be uh, you could be helping the uh, the rebellion. Or the resistance, if you will, depending on what era. But uh, interesting stuff there. Galactic Star Cruiser, once again, as Kristen said, is going to be opening spring of twenty twenty two. So if you're interested in that, feel free to book it with Kristen.
1: Again, it is a two night immersive adventure.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. it I'm it, just it, reminding it people
1: it's two, it's only two nights because you know people are going to ask, "Can I book four nights?"
0: No, you can't. No, you can't. It's two nights. Cause uh,
1: Disney says so.
0: All righty. Here's your next headline news here, Chris.
1: Yes. Extended evening theme park hours. But mm-hmm. this will only be for deluxe resort hotel guests.
0: What? Yes. So if you're staying at a value, you don't get extra magic hours?
1: You get the early theme park entry, oh. but you do not get the extra hours at night. Mm. So mm-hmm. mm. If you're staying at a deluxe or a deluxe villa, you get the extended evening hours.
0: How do you feel about that?
1: Um, I'm quite bummed because I like the evening hours. I am not a morning hours person. And I feel like they're making the assumption that if you're staying at one of the other places, that you're more likely to get up in the morning. Than at night. Or you're just not special enough to stay for the evening
0: hours. Or they're getting ready to gouge (laughs) us again with um, this ultimate fast pass that you have to pay a bunch of money for.
1: Disney's going to price itself out of of people being able to enjoy their experience there.
0: I, I think that's what they want ultimately. Because not only does more money get to go into their pocket there for parks and resorts. But you know they they won't have all this you know cuz it's so busy there now you know it's so busy that's
1: why they need to build a fifth gate
0: there you go hey uh, you've also got some other travel deals did you which one did you want to to talk about now
1: well <clears throat> i just want to quickly mention for anybody who wants to do a european river cruise as part of adventures by disney you can book for a very short amount of time. It's like last chance offer to do the September 2021 European River Cruise. Nice. And if you've never done a river cruise, they're awesome. They really are. And with this, We've done you'll it. <laughs> save $500 per person to sail in September of 2021. It is an adult exclusive European River Cruise. I love it. And, and they've got the... Danube River Cruise for Oktoberfest, which that would be the one I would want to take. Um, Then you have the Rhine River Cruise for Food and Wine.
0: Oh, so good!
1: And what's the other one? Rhine River Cruise. Rhine River Cruise. Mm -hmm.
0: Those are great cruises, guys. Uh, I can't, I can't recommend them enough. Uh, We've done a Rhine cruise before. It's super neat. So I hope that uh, you go ahead and hit Kristen up because once again, save $500 per person on these exclusive adult European cruise sailings and availability is super limited and you only have a few more days to, to book it.
1: Yes, and if you do this, the Danube does Germany, Austria, Slovakia, and Hungary. The food and wine one goes through the Netherlands, Germany, France, and Switzerland.
0: Yes, very cool, very cool indeed. Um, and the sign, of course, is French. There you go, there you go. And uh, just on a side note, Kristen, uh, those were all of the, the top 10 headlines from from Disney, from the films to travel deals— uh, we have some other travel deals that our listeners may actually want to know about as well.
1: Yes, because in addition to doing Disney and Universal, I do book cruises as well. And it doesn't have to be a Disney cruise. And we
0: very rarely talk about this, but since the cruise deals are so smoking, you might as well. So go ahead.
1: Yes. In the cruise industry, it's finally coming back. And if you have never done a cruise, they are really a lot of fun. And there's various ways you can cruise, too. Um You can do one that hits many, many ports or one where you have, you know, multiple days at sea to relax and chill. So cruising can be however you want to cruise. Very nice. Uh, One of my favorite cruise lines is Norwegian Cruise Line because they do run, they're very nice ships, high quality food, and they run fantastic deals. So right now they have their great getaway sale going on and you can get all these things free. Free open bar, free specialty dining, free excursions, free Wi-Fi, free extra guests. And if you book air, the air for your second guest is free. Oh my. Plus 30% off all cruises.
0: I can't believe it. That's a huge deal. I don't I don't think I've ever seen a deal like this before.
1: No, not yeah. Usually you if if it's that, you get the the things free, like take up to this many, depending on what category you book, but there's never that plus the 30% off. No,
0: never that plus 30. And then, um, so that's amazing. So take advantage of it and hit up Kristen for that. And you also have some information too, regarding carnival. I know that they've got a new ship getting ready to. The get, Mardi get Gras launch, goes out
1: next month,
0: mm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. I think you're right. No, this month.
0: Oh, it's this already month? August. August.
1: Oh my. Yes, I was thinking it was July. No, it's oh we're goodness,
0: already yeah, here. Uh, the Mardi Gras looks like an awesome ship, yo.
1: Yeah, so they've got where you can save up to thirty five percent off, uh, and you can also get up to fifty dollar onboard credit, mm-hmm. which is it, nice.
0: It go, it'll go fast, yo. It'll go and, fast, especially the way. Where- a vacation. Depending
1: on where you're going. Like the Bahamas starts at $229 per person. Again, these depend on when you travel. There can be... That's the one thing about cruises. If you are flexible, you can get an amazing rate. Mm. Um, Because one week sometimes can cost twice as much as another week. Awesome. So it's always... If you have availability to change a little bit around, always let me know that because then I can look and see, can I save you a lot more money by maybe switching it like a week or two?
0: Mm All righty then. Last bit.
1: So Royal Caribbean, (laughs) they have where you can save up to four hundred and fifty dollars plus 60% off your second guest.
0: <laughs> oh man. And what's
1: nice is, you know, Disney has Castaway Key. All these other ships also have private islands too. So, that's another thing. If you're looking for one where you want to be able to take advantage of the of a private island, let me know that because with every ship, not every single like ship includes on its itinerary a stop at, at a private island. But I'll tell you, private islands—they are—they're fun because when you get off the ship, it's still like being on the ship. You're not paying for the food when you're off your ship.
0: I love it, unbelievable! Once again, uh, cruises from the U.S. They're happening up to four hundred fifty dollars off plus 60% off your second guest. Amazing deals. Kristen, where can people hit you up and get that deal? Get those deals for Disney. Get those uh, deals for every cruise line that's out there right now.
1: At theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. And when they do book their their trip with me, that money that I make from that is going into the Boo and Jack Jack Walt Disney World Fund. Are they really? Yes, it is. I can't wait to take them.
0: I'm looking forward to it as well. Hey. I okay. want to
1: be magical. <laughs> Super magical.
0: That's great. Well, you know, when you sound, when you hear the sounds of the Replay Heroes in the background, you know that it's time for the show to wrap up. Thank you so much for the Replay Heroes providing us music for this program. we would also like to thank you once again for checking out the show and liking and subscribing to our show wherever you get podcasts. What we need from you is... In return, is for you to help us out. Give us those five star reviews there on Apple Podcast, or on Anchor, on Spotify, on Google Podcast, iHeart Radio, Amazon, um, and we're we're everywhere. We're everywhere you can find podcasts. So be sure to do that. Hey, a quick reminder too, Kristen, you're giving away a book.
1: Yes, I am. I'm giving away. Oh, and I took it out of here, too. Uh, The name of it is Disney Villains, A Portrait of Evil, History's Wickedest
0: Luminaries. There you go. So we extended the giveaway until this coming Thursday. So be sure that you, um, you know, follow these accounts at Weldon Owen and at Insight Editions and use the hashtag there. um, Hashtag Disney Villains, hashtag Disney, hashtag Giveaway. Um, information is in our show notes, so be sure to do that. And but make uh,
1: sure, make sure you comment in order to be part a part of this. Comment with your favorite Disney villain, and also for an extra chance to win, share, 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 share this post, this video.
0: Yep, or or audio post.
1: Yes, or audio. Sure.
0: sure. Um, be sure to do that. We appreciate it, and this is only uh, this contest to win the book is only available here stateside or in Canada. All right. Sorry, everybody overseas. But uh, anyway, thanks again to our friends there at torso Radio at SRSounds.com. Other podcast friends you want to mention?
1: At WDW Park Hoppers, as well as Disney Parks Podcast. And check out, if you like mini podcasts, you definitely want to check
0: out Eat the Pictures. There you go. Check that out. Follow me, Go on Instagram. And follow our sister podcast, and we have another podcast, Skull Rock Podcast, Dave Bossert, um, former head of uh, special projects for Disney and animator. Uh, We recently had Bob Camp, who is the co-creator of Ren and Stimpy, talk a little bit about uh, working for them and working, uh, you know, bringing stuff together for not only Ren and Stimpy, but also... SpongeBob SquarePants, we talk a little bit about uh, oh. him working for the real Ghostbusters as well, uh, kind of apropos, uh, which is nice because the Ghostbusters is coming back out there, being rebooted. So,
1: And there is a real-life picture of SpongeBob SquarePants and his friend Patrick. <laughs> it is Patrick, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. I don't know, you should check that out because it, <laughs> it trips so me hilarious. out. trips me out. But anyway, uh, Bob also was uh, working for Marvel when I fell in love with comics as a kid. And so we talked a little bit about his work for Marvel Comics. And uh, he was also uh, one of the uh, lead animators and designers for Kick Potowski uh, for Disney XD, which was great. So, anyway, Bob is a really cool dude. So uh, be sure to check out that show. Um, anyway, Kristen, where else can people follow you?
1: You can find me at diningatdisney.com on Anchor or any of your other favorite podcasting platforms. Check out the Dining at Disney podcast with myself, Bubba, and Kat.
0: All right. Sounds good. In the meantime, thank you once again for checking out this video. We go live every single week on Sunday, uh, hopefully, on Facebook, and new episodes drop uh, as well every Sunday, Sunday evening. So please be sure to check out the show. In the meantime, I'm Al John,
1: And I'm Kristen. And we'll We'll see see you real soon. soon.
0: This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes.
1: I'm Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney podcast. Every week I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth.